and we're live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another to another wonderful and very voiceless episode of Pumpkin 101. Yeah, and uh, Brian's enjoying my little uh, nervous breakdown I'm having right here because uh, Parker's having some uh, major anxiety over Mario Kart. That's okay. Uh, that's okay. My girlfriend, um, her oldest daughter, is a sore loser. Does not like to lose to any game. Doesn't matter what game we're playing. It could be at Monopoly, and she'll throw a temper tantrum. Oh, uh, see, he's getting mad already. He hasn't even started playing the game yet. What the heck, Parker? You can't do it because you're not hooked up online. You goof bucket. So, anyways, all right, let's do this officially. We're going to do a podcast episode on the Insane Clown Posse, and Brian and I are going to watch some uh, YouTube videos. All right, so the first one now, is um, now, called... Now, didn't, for this, Brian? Yeah. What? Now, um, uh, didn't they come out in the 90s? Yeah. And didn't they do a song called Insane in the Membrane? I actually don't know about that. Okay. See, Parker, I won't do it because you got to have internet connection. Keep going. All right, so I want you to watch a video. It's called uh, ICP What a Dick. What a Dick. Yeah, this will be our first one. And I'm going to, Brian's never seen this, I don't think. So we're going to do our little, uh, Okay. It's saying Clown Posse, what a dick. Okay. You find it? Yes. It won't do a part. It will! It will! Okay, are you ready? I'm ready for you. The... I'm ready for you to pick up your kid and and to do a cycle said power slam. Oh man, that's one of Okay, all right, I'm done. So, okay, let's do this. All right, let's watch. You got the video all set up. All right, it's what a dick. We're talking about the guys in the business now. If they're cool, they're cool. If they're a dick, right, let's see. If they're cool, they're cool. If not, they not. The hammer. Yes. Come on, right right over. Come I'm watching it right now. Conan, cool. cool. I'm fucking <laughs> He took money and no showed us. How's Damn, that? What a dick. Goldberg. Oh, uh, cool. He was cool, but if you're having courageous, what a dick. <laughs> Necro. Cool. Weirdo. Oh, cool. Justin Bieber. What a dick. Fag. Fag. Kanye. What a dick. Jamie Dundee. Cool. All right. The Rock. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Cool? I don't know. Um, cool, I guess. Um, no comment. <laughs> Honky. What a dick. Honky Tuck Man, what a dick. Muda. That's back to you, Honky, because you dissed us and you know we're cool, but you dissed us anyway. You said it was a work. So now I'm working. What a dick. Dickhead. Great Muda, our boy, homie. Yeah, I love Muda. What do you think, Muda? What a dick. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll fight you, Taz. I ain't scared. <laughs> Fuck you. 
<laughs> Triple H. I take that back, Taz. <laughs> I was just trying to be tough. I was trying to be tough. I don't have no problem with you. And you know, someone, some 11 year old is going to isolate that I one know. clip of you. And Taz, I was fucking you. playing. I was trying to be tough, man. Cut me some slack. They don't act like you never tried to be tough. <laughs> um, Triple H. You're not doing it. I'm going to say cool for like the simple fact when he was hollering at China back in the day, we were in WWF and they were all drunk and came to uh, my room and thought it was their room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they apologized promptly and went And you had a three way? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I jumped in with two dudes. So you know what <laughs> Dutch. Yes, cool. Dutch. Cool, our boy. Come Bam, on, man, our brother. What an asshole. Bill Riley. What a dick. Dick, Cole Cabana. Cole. Ricky Morton. Cole. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He's cool. Oh. Asshole. We used to be at yeah, war, but we're cool now. He's cool now. He doesn't sound like shit. Right, you cool know now. what? I don't really have no opinion because I don't talk to him. He does. <laughs> I don't talk to him. We never talk. That's your point. Point. You know, he used to say a lot of bad shit about him. But then he said, uh, I now respect them, so I, you know I can't say nothing bad about okay. his his tennis, tennis racket. Cool, him and Dick, Scott Hall, cool, Shane, cool. He was cool, nice fellow. Didn't like Undertaker. Shane before, but cool. I don't know. Cool, yeah. We you know really our first time in the WWE was at SummerSlam, Madison Square Garden, and we needed a mirror, and they stuck us in a dressing room. It was two wrestlers in there, Stone Cold and the Undertaker, going over their match. And me and Shaggy were just listening, hey, no. <laughs> you know, and take her, and they were going over the spots, and we were so privileged and so lucky to be in that room. Cool, right? Yeah, that's pretty uh, cool. I'm not gonna say nothing because I don't want to get stabbed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jack's great guy, great guy. When he's not good clothing, on cocaine, and drunk, he's a fucking nice man. Well, he'd even tell you that, I think. Right. Probably. He, he knows said it. as much to us when he's not fucked up that he's. Uh, Tracy's mother. Cool. Terry Gene Simmons. Yeah. Gene Simmons? Yeah. Iron Sheik. Super cool. What a fucking character. What a fun guy to be around. I don't know if he's nice, but he sure is cool. I love Iron Sheik. Uh, Ian Ron's cool. <laughs> okay, so. What do you think about that one? All right, all right. That's. That's a different. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, well, I got another one for you. I wasn't you ready for this one. I wasn't Go expecting ahead. that because I all I know about the insane clown posse that they came out in the nineties, and then from there all I know is that you know uh, Eminem was gonna shoot one in the head because apparently one of them was sleeping at that time with his ex wife Kim. Really nice. Well, at yeah. that time they were married or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Andy, you're right. You like you like that one though, didn't you? Yeah, it was pretty cool. All right, I got another one. Ready for this? Uh, Insane clown. I see. Insane clown posse. The whole bag. That was the next one coming up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we went a while. Okay. You need to see this cool. right now. Do you know Elon Musk is a self-made billionaire with oh, an estimated seventy-four billion as of July, and the G. I love commercial. Okay. Here we go. Sex, All right, we'll drugs, say, or not. and vagina tightness. Rampage Montreal, Canada. 
You guys were some of the few wrestlers who were able to work for ECW, WWE, and WCW during the late 90s. Can you please describe the drug scene in each company during that time? Maybe rank them. Oh. You know, it, it, it's, it's, well, ECW definitely had to be on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question about that. You know Although they were also in WCW. Club. But it's crazy because I never even knew about pills. I, right? so I got into like, the major leagues of wrestling. You know what I'm saying? I, I never even, I, I didn't know what a Vicodin was or a Soma or none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? First time I saw somebody blew out on Soma's, I was terrified. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just couldn't believe somebody would do that to themselves. And it was a, it was a locker room. It was a, it was a wrestling Oh, yeah. Night. Oh, yeah. Locker rooms, yeah. hotels, the whole See, kid, Kids on the hard streets of Michigan. Please stay away from wrestling locker rooms. You're I don't even know, I didn't even know prescription pills could do that to you until I got uh, I we we need to call an ambulance. <laughs> you know, I, I was like everybody else was laughing and having a good time. All I ever did was drink. You know what I'm saying? I got to wrestle. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I knew about heroin and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Was it piss testing? They must have been, right? Yeah, oh, no, 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 oh my god. I blood test. You know what I'm saying? But the majors were probably at that time, right? Who knows? Not WCW. Oh, no, 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 you know what? WWF and WCW, though, you know, I didn't see it out in the open like I did, you know what I'm saying, in ECW. You know what I'm saying? You'd ECW just people, didn't like, care. Them coming out, but oh, yeah, of course not. around trading shit and just throwing them in their faces. It was, you know it was, it was, it was down in I, I, I personally, I personally didn't see it like I did in ECW and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, everybody knows that shit's going down. You know, yeah. you just don't drive your car with clips. But not, I, so I have no experiences of... of seen anything like that in WWE. All right, it's Watts in the bag here. It's like those old psychology tests. I'm going to show you an oh, here we go, the Ryan. first person in the wrestling business whose name comes to mind from each of you. Ready? All right. Go. Honky Talk. Honky Talk, man. Honky Talk, man. Interesting. Okay. They don't like Honky Talk, man. Oh. Oh, um, <laughs> John Cronus, uh, Headbangers. Rest his soul. Who's that? Oh, Black Tar Heroin? Yeah, green. Oh, that's some weak weed. Violent J. And you answer nice. yourself? Oh, I'd say Van Damme. Oh, Van Damme. Well, that's true. We usually get Van Damme on that. Oh, God. Everybody? <laughs> oh, yeah. Half the locker room. Half the locker room. Wait, what's in that? <laughs> oh, right. he pulled out a needle. Oh, wait, that's Pat. Is that, is that a hair on? Or is that oh, wow. what, whatever, whatever you think. I don't know any wrestlers that are on the hair on steroids. I mean, uh, fuck Goldberg, uh, <laughs> Batista, fucking Rock. <laughs> I mean, everybody, right? Cena. I hate to call Axel out like that because I know he beat it. He's off it now and everything. But uh, right. I didn't know he was on that ride. Crack Rock. Uh, Ooh, Iron Sheik. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God, is that like a dick bottle, or is that like somebody taking a big fat dick, or somebody with a big dick? He just pulled out a big <laughs> dick dildo. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> is that it? Oh no, here. Oh, oh shit! Uh, gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> he wrestler drinks a lot of protein drinks. Goldust knows he was crazy when we when we talked to him. He used to act like some kind of weirdo. And he used to say all horrible things to us. Yeah. Horrible weird things. He used to be sitting on the hallway on the floor every time we walked by and say something horrible. My horrible things. things like like I eat poop and we'd just be like, okay, weird things, you know. Weird, really weird things. I know he's probably not like that, but he sure as hell was to us. John the Mark. Who are your favorite guys to party with? 
And we're the worst guys. We we just pretty much stay to ourselves afterwards. I mean, we go and hang See, out in the bar and just kick it. Let me pause this for a I second here. For me, the worst. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I did not wow. know. No, I did not know that ICP was in ECW or WCW or the WWF. Okay, the last video I'm going to show you um, does a little brief history about that. So, yeah, we'll talk about that after this video. Okay, so I was just a little confused because I thought they were just a band. No, yeah, and I'm going to, yeah, the last video, that, that's what I wanted to do this for because I, I thought I didn't think you would know because I didn't really know a lot. I knew they were in wrestling. But I didn't realize. We'll see the video afterwards, and I think you'll find it interesting. Okay, I'll keep playing. Party would right, yeah, so. Tank Abbott. <laughs> you know We'd be in the bar after after Nitro or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that man would get fucked up. He'd be standing at tables, ripping his shirt off, wanting to fight everybody for real. You don't want to fight Tank Abbott. Take that challenge. Right. Another person that was pretty scary to be around when they were fucked up was Chris Benoit. Yeah, <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, right. Chris Benoit. Like, talk about wrestlers. Not respecting, you know, non-wrestling rappers, Chris Benoit. <laughs> We'd always say that if you went to the bathroom with him when you're drunk, you come out with wrestling tape on your ass. Listen to this. You know let me let me tell you a story. Um, in WCW, there was like a booth they had, and Gene Oakland would be in the booth interviewing people. It yeah, was like a built booth. A built yeah. booth you know? And inside it looked like me and Gene, right? And outside yeah. would be a red light when they were filming. I didn't know that me Gene was with WCW. I thought he was WWE. Wait a minute. I want to make sure I... Wait, wait, wait. I want to make sure I got this right because because I always thought that me and Gene was in WC. Not, I thought he was with uh, WWF. He was originally with WWF, but then he went to WCW in the 90s. Really? Yeah. Where the hell have I been? See, you're learning something new every day, Brian. I know. Okay, let's keep going. Okay. Standing in there, the red light is on, and that's it's me, Shaggy, and Vampiro, who's our super close homie, you know. And um, we're standing there, and the red light's on, which means they're filming. And all of a sudden, Vampiro bangs on the door. Blah, 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 and him and Shaggy run off, and I'm standing there stunned. And Chris Benoit opens the door. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm in the promo, and he's spitting all on my face, and I'm terrified. <laughs> and his neck is all muscular and shit. And, and, like, oh, and I couldn't know. do anything but ran on him. I was like, Vampiro! <laughs> Vampiro! He, he ripped me. It was terrifying, man. <laughs> he was like, this close to me, screaming at my face, man. Well, I heard about Benoit. Red Horse Park Express. Kevin Nash answered the Godwins to a similar question, so let's hear your thoughts. But I'll put an ICP twist on this one. What wrestler is most likely to skip a good-looking rat and go searching for a fat, sweaty, Betty <laughs> oh, child? All of them. <laughs> all of them. The only you know, ones that don't are probably like the super stud underwear model guys. You know what I'm saying? Any, any other wrestler will take whatever the fuck they can get. Any wrestler from the 90s will take anything they Word can get. Word up, man. We've seen him Yo, step I've to the most worst shit, man. folded I've been in the most horrifying fucking scenarios you can think of in hotel rooms with wrestlers, man. Just uh, the worst nightmarish situations with fucking all these fat, hairy, grown men just molesting one nasty chick. Oh, my God. The worst oh hell situations you can think of, man. Ten times worse than any rock situation, a wrestling situation. I was just talking to, to Ed, my boy, Ash, about this last night. I was just like, think about how much worse rats are than groupies. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Wow. 
are sitting there with Isn't like a cast of like 50 guys, you know what I'm saying? They're just all big and sweaty, just run trains out of them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At least a group is only got like two, three guys she's fucking with at once. <laughs> Look, I hate to say this, you know, I fucking hate to say this because we love wrestling, it's in our blood, okay? But, you know, rats... Do not look as good as groupies, okay? That's a fact. All right, groupies are fucking fine. <laughs> and rats are frumpy and lumpy. <laughs> They're some hot rats. Frumpy and lumpy. Maybe a different time. Like the, the four horsemen in the 80s probably got the pick of the litter. Oh, right? absolutely. I'll, I, I, can't, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know about that. We're very close right. to Greg to have a Valentine, and he told oh, us some what? awesome Ric Flair stories. Right. So I don't know. Rick Flair okay, stories. I, don't know. I, don't, I think Rick Flair, ah, yeah, some nights when there was nothing left in the bar, Sweaty I think Flair took what was left. Yeah, I've seen some horrifying shit. Oh, my God. Rats, man. I'll just leave it at that. Broken unibrow and Tony Atlas's you shoot, he said that the Bellas were into some scatological recreation. At the time, I noticed Deep Rise Beard kept getting darker and darker. What's the weirdest fetish you've gotten into, both willingly and unwillingly? What's the farthest you will go? Congrats to Bree for marrying up. Uh... What kind of fucking weird question is this? Yeah, we want to know about sex life. Uh, I guess Broken Unibrow wants to know what the weirdest thing you've dipped into was. It's being in a fucking room full of wrestlers <laughs> molesting some chick. <laughs> uh, like no one ever pissed on you or anything like that. He got with three chicks at once. I've never done that. But he got a title belt for that. He got a title belt for that. Um, I've got with two chicks at once several times. Different chicks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like at least eight times I've had two on one. But uh, three on one, no. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Someone's always going to get the short end, right? Isn't there? A, there's going to be a hierarchy in your head. There's brought out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. That's so what I want. Is a hell of accomplishment. Man. Sure. Well, there's a belt that should be made for that. Unibrow sent in something else. I'm probably the only person to listen to the song. Uh, freaky Tales in its entirety, despite the fact that I'm not a juggalo. Oh my god. In it, you mentioned that those two shit eaters, Bree and Nikki, were. Uh, and that nice piece of pussy, Velvet Sky, among others. My question is, if you only wow. had to choose nice. one, which female wrestler would be most likely to leave a hotel room with makeup on their thighs? You Wendy won't Richter. get one. Oh, my God. Stop Wendy it. Richter, wow. stop it. Velvet Sky and Velvet Sky. Those are my two choices. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm still saying Wendy Richter. I could say I bang Wendy Richter. Come on, man. That'd Wendy Richter sweet. today or Wendy Richter 1984? It don't matter. <laughs> you know if you can walk around saying, like, I got with Wendy Richter. Come on, guy. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You ain't know what Bella Twin is in fucking 10, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? You always know Wendy you Richter. That, you know, what are you yeah, about? I agree with that. What the fuck are you talking about? We, who the fuck? Ask somebody today who's under 30 you know who Wendy Richter is. Wendy they Richter. don't know, okay? She's Just because Wendy Richter was around when you were a young child does not mean the world will know Wendy Richter for the rest and, of your life. And Wendy Richter probably got some shit. Yeah. And if you would choose Wendy Richter over Nikki Bella, you need serious psychological help. <laughs> All right, it's time for the ladies now. Uh, it's the hoe bag. If they're cool, they're cool. Oh, here we go, Brian. If you use a cool hoe, cool use a hoe. Shelly, cool. She worked on our show recently. Oh, yeah. uh, Kong. Kong did too. Cool. Kong, I love Kong. I like her. What a nice uh, thing. Um, I have no comment about Tori Wilson. I don't yeah. know her. I, 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 nah, I like Tori Wilson. I thought she was beautiful. Oh, she, okay. Does she like fuck Billy Kidd or something? I don't know. I got that backward. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> that, that he fucked her. Spice. 
Nitro spice, girls. you know you want this spice. Yeah, she spent the night at yeah. my house one night and gave me nothing, of course. When, but she of, did. But, she spent all night. But I, of course, well, that was 15 years ago. Who knows? That was 15 what she, years she ago. Like, nah. And all night I laid awake wanting to go into that room where she was at and just bang <laughs> that shit. All fucking night I laid awake, spice. God damn it. You chiropractor husband wouldn't let me near her. <laughs> See, but now you got to rep with her and be a good guy. I can always say she spent the night at my house, though, and I wouldn't be lying. China. Ho. I don't like him. Yeah, he's, he's a dick. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. He oh. is right in her big horse mouth. <laughs> Agreed? Yeah, I'd hit it. Miley Cyrus. I never really knew nothing about her, but yeah, she's either. cool. All right, she's my bro. Luna. She was cool. She was cool. She was cool. I love Luna. She was awesome. She was with Bam Bam, right? Okay, let me tell you something about Gorgeous George, yeah. right? We brought her to an event. Everything was fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. And then she did the nastiest thing I ever saw a hottie do in my life. I'm not, I can't even repeat this. She she had some low-cut pants on real tight. And she, oh, it's kind of so fucking nasty. I can't believe I'm going to do it. But she stuck her hand on the crack of her ass and smelled it. And she goes, oh, my ass stinks. Oh, my God. When I saw her do that, I was like, I could. it was just fucking disgusting. That was the worst thing I ever seen a woman do in my life. Didn't bug me. <laughs> it bothered the shit out of me, man. Uh, yeah, I just exposed you, bitch. That was Macho Man's woman. Rebby Sky. I don't know who that is. Sharon Osbourne. Oh, yeah, she's great. <laughs> she said, she, you know what? She said... Back 15 years ago. You guys were on Stern with her. Let's get the whole story. You guys were on Stern. Stern And uh, we were battling her because we threw her band off our tour. The band was called Cold Chamber. They were on tour with us. They weren't drawing anything. So we threw them off the tour. We went on Howard Stern and she showed up livid about it, right? And she said, you guys are just a fucking one-hit wonder. And your your next album won't even sell 50,000 copies. But let me tell you something. Every album we've released since then, which is like 12, have all sold over 50,000 copies. And she fucking bet us $50,000. It wouldn't happen. They're live on the yeah, air. She, she never paid she us, never man. Paid. And we said, don't even give it to us. Give it to charity. Give it, just pay it up, bitch, because you know you lost the fight live in front of everybody. And she never paid up. That was a brutal fight. I remember. I mean, you were lacing into her, her husband, and she wasn't backing down to her credit, too. No, she don't and back down. And you never patched that up or got together and said, oh, that was a we lot of fun. You can patch it up if she pays the money she uh-huh. owes. Molly Holly. Uh, whatever happened to her, man? I like Molly Holly. She uh, caught ginger virus on the feet. From like Molly Holly, right? I she remember around, her. And then she just disappeared. Probably yeah, left she the was, business she all cool around. Chick, she does indies, right? Cool. No, retired. Does she? Huh? Done? Was she I ill? Oh, I've zero from her since she disappeared. She went out of business. So. She was Eula. Awesome. I remember one time. Eula was from Michigan, see, and, and that's where ICP first took off. Yeah. So our first day ever hanging out at ECW, it was before the doors opened up, and we were talking to Beulah, and we were having a conversation with Beulah, and I saw Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> he was looking right around the curtain, and he looked at me, and he just went like this. Shut the curtain. <laughs> Give me the old evil eye. Mm-hmm. I, I think he thought crazy. we were trying to step to Beulah. But then we became friends with Tommy Jr. But I'll just never forget this. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tommy Jr. He was great. She's cool, cool, man. I wish I could have hit it. We were in Puerto Rico together, but uh, Chris Candido was everywhere you looked. <laughs> that didn't stop a lot. We were of out people. in the water one time. 
way out in the ocean. And I was explaining oh, yeah, it that right. I wanted to hit it, you know. That's and right. I saw Chris Candido way on the beach. And I was like, good, this is my opportunity to tell her. So I'm talking to her. And I saw Chris Candido go under the water. And I was sitting there talking to her. And all of a sudden, we must have swam like a dolphin because he just came up right between us. What's up, guys? <laughs> I couldn't believe his swimming abilities. Kim Kardashian. She would get it right in her big, round fucking ass. She's a hoe. Oh, come on, you wouldn't fuck her. Come on. Ag agreed. Um, but a hoe? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, well, you're supposed to be saying hoe for these. Medusa. No, not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested in her. Sable like a is a hoe. You know, I don't Sable, care what you say. She was with Wama and Mark Merrill, then she went with Stone Cold, and she's with who else now? Deborah. No. <laughs> why, don't, why don't we just skip right past that? RJ's behalf. I'll just leave it at that, too. Okay, so a doctor. Katy Perry. Katy wow. Perry. What a beauty. What a cutie Wait, beauty. So what a hoe or cooler hoe? Yeah, cooler hoe. She's a cool hoe. I like her. I'm a fan. She has a lot of hits. Her first record is mostly hits. I like Katy Perry. Stephanie McMahon. She looked all right for a minute, and then she looked like Vince McMahon with titties. <laughs> <laughs> but not a hoe. No, I don't think I would consider I her a hoe. a hoe. I don't think she lets anybody hit it, not even Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What would you think of that, Brian? That's hilarious. Okay, though, but I'm still trying to under understand how they are wrestlers. I'm a little confused. Okay, now you ready? This is going to be our last video. Um, so I want you to punch in wrestling with Rick. Hang on. Hang on. Hang okay. on. Because we got uh, five minutes left of this recording. Because, like I said, it's on the computer. So, what do I? Okay. What do I? Switch over. And you and I can go to the next one, okay? Okay, sounds good. Right. Oh, okay. And we're back. Look at that. We're back. All right. So, uh, I, I, I see to the P. So, you know, you're loving this so far, though, huh, Brian? Yeah, they seem to be pretty cool guys. I just didn't know they were. That, didn't yeah, I know they so were anyway, uh, wrestlers? I thought they were singers. Yeah, so here's the last video I want you to see. And this is the reason, because this taught me a lot, too. So, punch in wrestling with regret. Hang on. Okay. Uh, you're making you're, you're you're making the fat boy trying to spell wrestling oh, with reg that, with regret, right? Insane clown posse. Oh, okay. Um, that's all. Wrestling with regret, insane clown posse. Hang on. No problem. You know, <laughs> you love that though, huh? It was funny. I don't think he let anyone. She let anyone hit it. Not even Triple H. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. I was laughing. I'm like, oh, wrestling with regret and saying clown posse wrestling. Okay, is this a song or is this a video? It's a video. Is the video is the video in black and white? Uh, what does it say? Does it say wrestling with regret? W R E G T. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. All right, and it's okay. Here we go. 
So here we go. You're gonna learn a lot right here, Brian. The arena. Probably. Right now, I am watching an ad. Oh, that's all right. And the graphics are phenomenal on this ad. Anyways, here we go. Okay. So, the video is in black and white. I think it's just starting out in black and white. It'll go to color. Is it a guy? Is it a guy with glasses? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Here we go. Whoop whoop, everyone. What is it about the insane clown posse that garners such a divided reaction? Well, I was a big fan of ICP back in the day anyway. Fuck you! Everybody looks like you! It's the hurricane. You little fucking barf-faced motherfucking cock-sucking son of a bitch and bastard. Which one? cheeky fucking clowns. Very nice, respectful guys to me. They're almost in a family. For decades now, ICP has been considered one of the most hated musical groups by critics and mainstream fans. I like them. They've been called the absolute worst band in history. My whole life, I've never bore witness to as much negativity for any one band as I have for the Insane Clown Posse. I've heard more fawning praise for Gigi Allen. Even their Juggalo fan base, one of the most loyal I've ever seen, has been labeled a gang by the FBI, which I find absolutely ridiculous. The ICP fans I've seen have never been any more menacing than some light harassment I got when I was working at the mall food court back in high school. Excuse me, sir. Stop on by Euros Euros and uh, try a sample of our seasoned Euro meats. Oh, hey, what the? Look at the dumb Juffalo. Come on, Jared. That's not cool, man. I'm like one of you, kind of. Yes, full disclosure, at one point in my life, I listened to a lot of ICP. I even still have those albums. I don't think I was a juggalo back then, but I did have a sweet Blacklight Jekyll Brothers poster in my room once. Anyway, love them or hate them, ICP have been experts at drawing attention. Even if you've never listened to their music, chances are you know exactly what they look like. And if you're a wrestling fan, you've no doubt seen some footage somewhere of them in action. Whether it's been for the Backyard Wrestling video games, or for their own promotion, Juggalo Championship Wrestling, which they've run since 1999, or for some of the biggest Federations of the country, Shaggy Two Dope and Violent J have certainly made their mark on pro wrestling. On this fresh episode of Wrestling with Regret, we're going to look back at ICP through the years in America's major wrestling federations. So throw away that picture. You're going to find this interesting, brain. Degree, that is. I'm going to look back at this curious point in history. Our story begins way back in the 1980s. Not only was the inner city posse getting established in the Detroit rap scene, they were also working with various independent wrestling promotions after teaching themselves how to wrestle and having run their own backyard league. In August Trash bag wrestling. They made their first appearance on a wrestling pay-per-view, performing music at ECW's Hardcore Heaven in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. After the ending, they were jumped by top Didn't I know that. band Dam and Sabu. According to Violent J, that kick by RVD ruptured his eardrum, making him temporarily deaf. Hmm, really tempted to make a joke here, but come on, Brian, you can fight the urge. Don't say it. Don't say that RVD did Violent J a favor by making him unable to hear his own music. Damn it! Then we fast forward to May of 1998. On an episode of Raw, we saw the return of the Jackal, a.k.a. Don Callis, in a previous life. After conferring with members of Howard Stern's whack pack, like Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf and Bob the Crackhead, Hey, did Stern have creative names for people no. or what? 
Jackal then brought out what he called the Parade of Human Oddities. Luna Vachon, the giant Silva, and Golga, who was actually former tag team champion Earthquake, under a mask. What has the Jackal orchestrated here? Look at that! Look at the size of that man's hand. Yeah, JR, Earthquake passed away. The wrestling equivalent of scabies, and you're talking about somebody's yeah. hand. Let me pause this. Um, for long. He soon left them and helped form the act. About three years ago, I ran. I went to a Salt City Comic Convention. Yeah. And I ran into Tugboat. Oh, that's awesome. That was a nice guy. I'm sure he was. Bit of kind of nice, kind of a dick, because I did not realize that Earthquake passed away. I never knew. Oh. And and I didn't know, you know, and, you know, and, and, you know, he was being a big and he was being a dick about it. I was like, okay, then I'm going to walk away from you. Wow. No crap. No crap. But what was really cool was that we saw a replica of the Echo One. Oh, that's sweet. That is awesome. So. Wow, I did not know that Justin Bradshaw and Farouk looked so young in the APA. Yeah. All right, okay, keep back to the video. Keep playing. Here we go. The lights, and before you know it, was gone from the company entirely. By the summer, the group popped back up, thanks to Sable of all people. They added former Truth Commission member Kurgan, and suddenly they were shown as a group of happy-go-lucky baby faces, embracing their freakishness instead of being angry about it. Now, I have to say, these guys might have been voted by the readers of The Observer as 1998's worst tag team and gimmick, but make no mistake, these guys were over as hell. Sure, it was a goofy act, and nobody was going to become world champion after this run, but every week the fans still went nuts for these guys. They love to see Kurgan try to dance. They love seeing Golga swing his carpet doll around, and they love their remember them, Brian? which is performing. No. You guessed it, the insane clown posse. ICP made their on-air debut for the WWF at SummerSlam that year, performing the Oddities theme song for the crowd at Madison Square Garden. And in a rare case, the team with the big live musical number actually won the match. Hell, it even happened twice in the same show. The posse would accompany the oddities to the ring on and off for months, basically whenever their touring schedule allowed for it. It's worth pointing out they were never actually paid to show up, as they were under an agreement with the company that the WWF would air ICP commercials in exchange for their appearances. But those commercials never aired. That is contracts. true. How do they work? ICP began interfering in matches, especially at the cost of the headbangers. And man, it must have eaten Jim Cornette alive to try and put these guys over on commentary. Well, the whole place is having a party, Shane. I know you love these guys. Seems like everybody loves the insane clown posse. Eventually, Jay and Shaggy did start wrestling against Mosh and Thrasher, who allegedly stiffed and sandbagged them repeatedly. Now, despite the fact the company knew these guys had prior in-ring experience, the WWF never bothered to mention that fact. They just started having matches on TV. Well, I get the idea that divulging the information makes it less of a surprise that they can actually get in the ring and perform. A lack of explanation sure seemed to promote the idea that anybody could wrestle. It's almost like they were saying, hey, kids, don't try this at home or else you'll end up like ICP or the Hardy Boys or CM Punk at first. They're very inconsistent with the message. On the Raw before Thanksgiving, the Insane Clown Posse turned on the oddities and joined forces with the Headbangers, the same guys who'd been beating the piss out of them for weeks. I suppose it's kind of a if-you-can't-beat-them-join-them scenario, but, well, we never got a proper explanation from our boys. The next week, the Wicked Clowns came down to the ring with the Headbangers. Steve Austin showed up because he's Steve Austin, can do what he wants, and proceeded to murder the whole lot of them. Perhaps if our heroes had some magic ninjas at their disposal, things could have gone differently. Magic, magic, ninja, fuck! Magic, magic, ninja, fuck! After making several appearances for no pay and the WWF seemingly not meeting their end of the arrangement, the posse departed from the company. But the late Luna Bashan had a different theory as to why they left. 
She was, we still had it set up. She was going to shoot a shaggy. They were going to work a match and they quit. They didn't want to. And then they went to WCW. Fucking pussy prick artist fucking clown. Wait, what? Eve online. Okay, because I was I was getting into it and I'm sitting here waiting. I'm like, what just happened? Here we go. Yeah, I know. At this point, all the oddities were long gone from the WWF. But over in WCW, the men responsible for their catchy theme suddenly appeared on an episode of Nitro, alongside Vampiro and Raven. It was on this night that the four of them formed a group and called themselves the Deadpool. Then Raven split for ECW the following month. See, it was all part of Raven's master plan to jump from one sinking ship onto another sinking ship, all to end up in the WWF, where he himself got sunk. Ooh, man, that's even more devious than whatever his Seven Deadly Sins angle was going to be. The remaining three renamed themselves the Dark Carnival, and it's kind of a wonder that backyard feds all over the country didn't file a class action lawsuit over the name on the spot. Eventually, the carnival gained some new members, including the Kiss Demon and the Great Frickin' Muda. Now, aside from the incredible tears yeah. of getting Muda, I'm torn on the validity of the demon being there. Because on the one hand, it does make a lot of sense. Both ICP and Kiss have some of the most marketable, recognizable looks in pop culture, along with some of the most, let's just say, devoted fans. Not only that, both fans right. are kind of seen as the redheaded stepkids of their respective genres. They're crapped on a lot by critics, mostly because it's the hip thing to do. So putting them together is actually kind of poetic. On the other hand, when you compare the demon's body of work to guys like Muda and Vampiro, you realize one of these things is not like the other. Was he just put in a group because his face is also painted? That's kind of a low bar. Why not include the Zodiac and the Shark and the Stalker and one half a Roddy Piper while we're at it? The Shark. That was Earthquake, wasn't it? I don't remember these. Compared to their time in the I don't remember ICP being in wrestling. WCW gave ICP a lot of leeway in promoting their newly formed Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Hang on, let me pause this. I don't ever, I don't ever, ever in my entire life that I watched wrestling saw them in any of WCW or in, you know, WWF. I remember him in WWF. I don't really remember him in WCW. What were they called? The Carnival of Souls or something like that? Yeah. Or Dark Carnival or something like that? That was cool. I like that. That was cool. But I used to watch this with my old man, but I'd never seen him. Yeah, so there you go. So, like I said, you learn something every day there, brother. Yep, let's keep playing. I'm going so far as to have Vampiro come out with the belt, and occasionally have Shaggy and Jay commandeer the announce table under their JCW announcing names to pretty hilarious results. Vampiro will be taking on the likes of Pink Rabbit. Now, right there, you're looking at a good look at Pink Rabbit, because what Hank Sandwich does not realize right here is this is JCW now. Pink Sandwich does have boxer shorts as Vampiro is beating his face repeatedly. The carnival reached their high point during the New Blood Rising pay-per-view in August of 2000, when Vampiro and Muda beat Chronic to become the new tag team champions. Not only was this Chronic's second defense tonight, it was Muda's second match of the show as well, having previously lost to Ernest Miller of all people. The show also featured Goldberg, quote, not going along with the script, and the infamous Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. I wanted to write a joke about that, but the work's already been done. ICP's final appearance in WCW was that September when they were feuding with that 70s guy, Mike Awesome, yet another classic Russo creation. The rivalry ended in a hardcore match on Nitro that saw Shaggy Tudor get hit with the Awesome Bomb on top of the Partridge Family bus, then slowly sliding off said bus onto the concrete. In February of 2002, the Monday Night War was long over, but out of the ashes of ECW formed Ring of Honor. From the very beginning, they established themselves as a no-frills, no-gimmick enterprise, just wrestling. 
So naturally, the Insane Clown Posse was a perfect fit. In October of 2002, Philadelphia hosted the first ever Glory by Honor event. The Posse made a surprise appearance on the show, taking on East Coast wrestlers Diablo Santiago and Oman Tortuga. And boy, the fans sure were happy to see the clowns in action. Shaggy and JP were opponents in only the finest psychology in the sub 60 second match, and were met with a chance of don't come back. And what a shock they didn't! Apparently, the match was such an embarrassment for the company, it was kept off the show's home video release. Sorry, Nevada got a little bit of fright for Okay, so wait a minute, let me pause this again. Okay, a new wrestling show popped up, right? ICP came in, beat the crap out of the opponents, and then from there, they were told, do not come back. Yeah, because Ring of Honor was more serious wrestling. And, and it, you know, and obviously Insane Clown Posse. I mean, even though they're big wrestling fans, uh-huh. they didn't really fit the time. They didn't Make fit sense? They didn't fit anywhere probably but and only in ECW. Um, well, I think they fit good with the oddities in WWF, but, yeah, I got what you're saying. All right, let's keep playing. All right everything they've ever stood for. Hey, I get why people were upset, but the next place the posse went to had no such standards. After all, their initials were TNA. The final stop in this Joker's card journey was right, TNA. 2004. NWA TNA wasn't even two years old at this point. I was still running weekly pay-per-views in Nashville instead of the traditional TV format. It was on January 21st when Shaggy Tudope and Violent J appeared as fans in the crowd before getting involved in Jeff Jarrett's business with a deadly Fago blast. The soda may be cheap, but getting it out of your clothes is not. The duo made their entering debut on February 4th, beating Glenn Gilberti and David Young. Considering the last time we saw those two guys was during a show that tried to convert wrestling fans to follow Jesus, it's hard for me to say which moment was worse for them. But the feud wasn't over. Oh, sorry, I hit something. Again, as the two sides fought again and again and again over the next several weeks, finally blowing off in a dark carnival match in March when Disco, Young, and Kid Cash beat ICP and JCW wrestler Too Tough Tony. The group was gone by March 10th, just a blip on the radar, but hey, long enough to get a desktop background made for them on the website. Though ICP would never appear in a large on-air capacity for TNA again, they did go on to have a relationship with the company. In 2006, they promoted and booked TNA's first ever house show in Detroit, which included ICP defeating Eric Young and Petey Williams. They also made a surprise wow, appearance in the audience alongside Scott Hall at Turning Point 2008. Hall's appearance is especially ironic considering he was booked to wrestle at the previous year's event and no show. <laughs> Better late than never, I guess. There are also claims online that ICP's incredibly brief time in TNA brought the largest paying crowds in company history. Not only is there no way to verify that, that isn't saying much, considering very few people pay to see the Asylum shows in the first place. And so ends the story of the Insane Clown Posse and their involvement in mainstream American wrestling. As a former fan, I have to say, I'm very conflicted as to how this all went down. ICP had a big uphill battle for respect in the WWF. Few of the wrestlers really knew what they had done in wrestling before, so there was the impression they hadn't paid their dues. Throwing the fact they often had to get their own dressing room with a mirror to apply their face paint, and you find yourself in a big political hornet's nest. WCW was the first to get it right, using the band's affiliation with Juggalo Championship Wrestling to help provide some justification of their wrestling ability. But even with all that, they were never going to escape the stigma of being part of a band that was so despised, and therefore they were never going to be taken seriously as wrestlers. Though it was good for their overall exposure, appearing for the WWF and WCW kind of ran against their whole underground DIY ethic. They were part of those companies when wrestling was at its most culturally relevant. There was nothing underground about what they were doing there. Now, them showing up for the fledgling TNA and ROH when wrestling's on a downturn, that's a counterculture move. 
In all honesty, ICP doesn't belong in mainstream wrestling, but that's how they like it. JCW is still going strong almost 20 years later with a massive cult following and the ability to bring in some of the biggest names of the past and present for their shows. Don't get confused. ICP is still very much involved in pro wrestling, only it's on their terms, which is pretty admirable. In the end, I feel that ICP's involvement in the major federations was harmless fun. They may not have held the perception of wrestling, but they didn't hurt it any more than satanic rituals, pimping, hand birthing, or Viagra on a pole did. They were never part of any main event scene, except in very narrow storylines. Those they did beat were never meant to be major deals in the first place, so losing to ICP wasn't a huge blemish on their record. Seeing the insane clown posse on Raw and Nitro was an interesting experiment that always got a reaction, but it only worked for the time that they did it. In the end, the fact they got some major exposure at the end of all this is definitely worthy of some clown love. Be sure to thumbs up this video if you like it. Comment below. Subscribe. Oh, there you go, Brian. Yeah, I learned something new because I did not have a freaking clue. See, that's the whole point of this podcast to begin with, to educate and entertain. Yeah. I, I always thought they were singers. All right, hang on a second. Hello? Hello? Yes, who is this? Brian? Hello? Hello? Yes. Um, my name is Wendy. I'm calling for Brian. I'm calling with good news about the credit card account. Our records indicate, Brian, that you're a preferred cardholder with Decent Master, that you've had no bankruptcy, foreclosure, or. Uh. Well, apparently, with this new phone that I have, does not let me juggle between two or three phone calls at a time. Oh, well, did you get all of that recording? Though, did you get all of that ICP stuff? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I get all that. Uh, I'm still recording. Oh, okay, okay. I'm all still. Right, well, um, so we're gonna end this because I gotta do some uh, work with Parker. So, but thank you, Brian. Yeah, no, that thank you. So, I, I learned right, something so new. Looking good. Looking good. And I will try to find a ICP song to put in. Okay, sounds good. All right, talk to you later. All right, bye. All right, bye.